Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I'm a licensed psychologist here in Georgia and it is time for the TT Time with Dr. Tarver. It's a wellness-based podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. All right, so I told you all I was going to rapid fire and catch us up. We are doing these mini mental health moments this month and a lot of them have been about getting our goals Uh, being able to be accomplished over the course of this January season, which is where a lot of times people start falling off, and also just being able to hold ourselves accountable to some changes that we wanted to make, maybe things we've gotten behind on and we're like wanting to pick back up, right? So uh, let me just jump right into it. Uh, So if you're like me, you are here at the end of January and you have already fallen off of something or something is harder for you to be able to maintain. And that's because a lot of times as we're creating and setting these goals, I don't think it's that all all the time it's not that the goals aren't realistic, but sometimes what it is is, okay, now what's going to allow me to be able to continue to stay focused on these goals as other things continue to come in my life. So for some of you that might be the gym at this point. A lot of people fall off. There are people that wait for this period where folks fall off from the gym so they can get their gyms back. And so here we are toward the end of January and some people have kind of waxed and waned, myself included. Definitely had the goal of, all right, morning workouts, five days a week, go to the gym. Now it's like, "Mm, three days a week, go to the gym. And then we're going to maybe add some other stuff that we'll slide in there during the weekday either at my home gym or trying to get some steps in with different things and so why is that why is it that we fall off why is it that we'll set that goal of writing that book um and like hey i'm going to be consistent every sunday at one o'clock i'm going to write and then all of a sudden i'm not doing it anymore well there's a few different reasons why that happens one is because again the competing interests and we know that in order for you to maintain your motivation there has to be some level of Uh, reward or reinforcement that comes along with it because most of us the intrinsic motivation of what's what is what will get you going that intrinsic motivation is the thing that comes from within I do it because it's important I do it because it's um it it needs to be done I do it because I I am committing to myself but really a lot of us are in extrinsically motivated which means we are looking for something that is going to keep us going so when you've been eating that same meal plan for a couple of weeks and now you're like I want some pizza I miss a burger can I get a chicken wing and then you get a taste for some things and then you find yourself more frequently getting a taste of things right because we end up reconnecting with the things that allow us to hit that pleasure center what hits that pleasure center for us rest uh sometimes we'll be like oh I just can't get up in the morning I'm tired Um, Sometimes it'll be that sweet that we enjoy. Sometimes it'll be one of your favorite foods. A lot of us like the carbs. Those just turn to sugar too. Um, But it allows us to be able to get at least a temporary kind of reward. And so that's what we end up seeking. So it's hard to stay strict on that diet or strict on the changes, even if it's not a diet that you're recognizing like, hey, I can't have all this sodium anymore. I can't have all this sugar anymore. And you're making these changes going to lower fat options, lower sodium options, lower sugar options. And then the cravings hit, they kick in. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I need something delicious because this bland a lot of people eat the the chicken breast right because it's one of the uh, lower fat leaner meats and so i'm tired of eating this same chicken breast that i've been eating with this broccoli 
or I've allowed myself to be able to maybe have some beef once a week or uh, maybe I spiced it up a little bit and I've got some lean turkey or I might even be doing some plant-based options. I've got some tempeh or um, some some Satan, uh, not to be confused with that one that resides um, down below, um, Satan, uh, which is a plant-based protein, right? So I'm eating these things and they just don't have the same flavor. Maybe they are not really getting the taste that I crave because again, we have those addictions to things. And so we're looking for them. Those, those cravings kicking in and now we're out here fiending for that deliciousness, that soda. Maybe some of you are doing a Daniel's fast right now and you are struggling uh, because you cannot have some of your favorites. And so we're all in that space. So what do we do? What allows us to be able to get back on track with the goals that we have? Um, so I'm the type of person that wants you all to take full advantage of all your resources. Um, Grand Valley State University actually has a wonderful um, PDF which has a lot of kind of motivation techniques in it and I'm going to highlight a few of those for you so that you'll have a place of reference to go back to when you start sliding back because we're going to get back on track right this is what we're going to do it's fine for us to start from stop so wherever we stopped we're going to pick right back up and get going and this is part of this journey is being able to recognize what those patterns are and so I think for us, sometimes we don't take that opportunity to see like what ends up getting in the way of me being able to continue this motivation. What is stopping me from being successful? What are the successes I've had? What allowed me to be able to be successful? What can I generalize to continue my journey? What are the roadblocks? What are the things that are interfering with me being able to move forward? We talked about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation, and we do need to learn how to be intrinsically motivated, which means I got to figure out what do I actually get excited about? What is going to drive me? What is going to be a new challenge for me that I can reach? What is something that I can master? What are some of those things that I'm going to be able um, to figure out that will give me some kind of zest as I'm going through this journey. And then I think it's very important for us as we're talking about steps. We've talked a lot in the previous episodes um, in this series about what are my steps and that they need to be measurable, they need to be observable, they need to be realistic, because how am I going to be able to track whether or not they're working? But also that we do make that space to be able to have some time to do some fun things. And not that we want to go all the way back, because I am very aware, and this is one of the patterns that I've recognized for myself, once I get to a point where I'm overindulging, it's easy for me to keep overindulging. So it's like, oh, I'm going to have that donut. And then it's like, well, since you had that donut, you might as well go, in the, go ahead and have um, those chips. You might as well go ahead and have those french fries. So we do want to take those breaks. That's why it's a cheat meal, not a cheat day. I mean, we still want to be mindful of what I'm eating in this cheat meal because as we know with addictions, if I'm accessing the types of things that are going to feed my addiction, it's going to fuel my cravings again. So that might be part of why I'm on this loop. Um, with the exercise piece, you got to go to bed. If you're going to get up and get an exercise in the morning for all of my four or five o'clock in the morning crew, that means you got to go to bed. And a lot of us, because we're going to bed later, this is another thing that interferes with me, is when life gets busy and I have meetings in the evening and there's things that I need to get done and I get behind, so I'm taking that time in the evening to catch up, that's pushing my bedtime back. When I push that bedtime back, it is very difficult for me to get up when that alarm goes off at 4.15 in the morning. And so we need to make sure that we're minimizing those things that can interfere with us being able to be 
constructive in our journey to be able to meet these goals. And that means I might have to say no to some things. I can't have three and four meetings in an evening. Oh, okay, well, let me call this person back. Let me get this work done. Let me complete this paperwork. Um, let me do a podcast. I'll, so I can't do 10 things in the evening. So then I'm getting home and I'm not going be- to bed until 10, 11 o'clock when I really need to be going to bed between eight and nine if I'm going to be able to get up at four. Because yes, your girl does need her seven to eight hours. But I think it is important for us to, um, I had a friend and he used to say whenever we were uh, jogging that when there was a hill, like that's free because you already get that momentum. So you're already on that slope. So it allows you to be able to kind of speed up. It gives you that power, that push, right? So we want to be able to find those things that are going to allow us to be able to coast. What is going to set me up so that I'm successful? One of the things uh, another good friend of mine used to do is she used to take her stuff out at night. And I know some of you sleep in your workout clothes. I'm not there. Uh, Too constricting and, and some of us sweating at night. So that's not a good option. However, if they're already out and ready to go, if my gym bag is already packed, if my water is already ready to go, if I've already got that sweat towel, then I'm much more likely the tennis shoes are there to be able to go hit the door and go out. Because I think a lot of times when we're stumbling around trying to find things, that's when, as you all have seen the videos, where somebody's like, oh, on my way to gym, and then they start turning and falling, and then they're back in the bed. That's what happens. So we want to put ourselves on the ability to coast. How can I make this easier? What can I set myself up to do to be successful? What can I pack in this food that's going to help with the cravings? What are the filling options? And I do encourage, in addition to therapy, I do encourage people to seek dietitians and nutritional services. Some of you may be working with personal trainers that can help you with that. Cravings are real, and a lot of times we're not setting ourselves to be successful and not being able to keep up that motivation because I'm not dealing with the actual physiological changes that occur in my body when I'm trying to remove something that I've had there that served a purpose for me. And I don't have anything to replace it with, anything to help me be able to manage it being gone. And so we want to make sure that we're giving ourselves opportunity to do that. And I tell people like a start is a start. So if that's two minutes, if that's five minutes, if that's 10 minutes, then you start there. We get so caught up in that it needs to be, oh, I need to be working out for two and a half hours. I need to be writing for three hours, five days a week. I need to be investing $5,000. I need to be saving um, $1,000 every week. And then we set ourselves up because it's not realistic for us to be able to do those things. You don't have to take everything on all at one time. So sometimes we need to start with the smaller goals and work our way up. And I do, I am a firm believer in doing things the right way the first time because you can reinforce bad habits. And I know that from experience with regard to shopping, because if I know that I'm trying to take a fast from shopping, if I know I'm trying to make some different um, choices with my money goals, then what do I do, right? If I'm going to allow myself to be able to do it the right way, when I get rid of the apps, I need to keep off the apps. I don't need to go back onto the app because I know, oh, no, there's coming up a sale. So I'm just going to get on this time right here and go ahead and, and, and get these cheap things and then I'm going to delete the app again. How many of y'all are people that'll add stuff and then delete it? That person who you said you weren't going to talk to anymore, you'll block them, but you won't delete their number and then you'll unblock them. So you're in this pattern of blocking and unblocking, right? So I'm going to do it the right way. If I recognize this isn't a healthy relationship for me, I want to make different changes in my life. Then when I say I'm not going to have contact with the per- this person, I'm not going to have contact with this person because there always be excuses for us to go back to old habits. Because just like people want to see us in those old spaces because it benefits 
them like we get remember we're getting that high we're getting that thrill we're getting that pleasure center activated when we go back to these old patterns so i want to make sure as i'm creating these new patterns that i create things that are healthy and i stay on track with that healthy thing and again there is always the start from stop so you don't have to start over and i think a lot of times that's what makes us feel defeated and it's hard for us to stay motivated it's because it's like uh I got to start from scratch. Nope, you just got to start from stop. So whatever it allowed you to be able to get to the point of doing before you fell off, go back to that point. All right, like let me work my way back there and then I'll keep going from there. So it is much easier for us to be productive if we've already got a base point from which to start. But if you have this point in your head where you're thinking, oh, okay, well, it's over for me. Uh, that's why we fall off our goals and we stay off them so long and it's hard for us to get motivated to get them back because then I got to overcompensate for all of the negative self-talk that I put in my mind since then. And I think that sometimes we need to do little small things first and then work our way up. So if you're finding that your stumbling block, your obstacle, the thing that's interfering with your motivation is because you have something big that you're trying to accomplish, it is okay for you to go ahead and knock out some smaller stuff and work your way up. Some people think, okay, I just need to go get the big thing and get it out of the way. I can't sustain that. And I may not have created the habits that I need to have in place to be able to even get to a point where that's attainable for me. So perfect practice makes perfect, my band coach used to say. The repetition is what builds us. So it is okay for you to start in what we say maybe the more small things that don't seem like they're as um, profound. They don't seem to matter as much, right? You'll say, well, that's easy, low-hanging fruit. That's okay for you to start in that place because the more you rehearse that, the more you master that, the easier it will be for you all to cap to get to those big things. Sometimes we have to, um, again, I tell you all the time, you got you to gotta see it in order for you to, to behave it or believe it in order to behave it. Um, sometimes we need to pretend what we're doing when we're in that space, right? You know how you used to play pretend when you were kids? Some of y'all might still be playing pretend right now. That's your business. Um, however, what it allows you to be able to do is function in the role of being that thing you want it to be. So it's like, hey, I'm not a, I'm a, a five-year-old, but I get to be a teacher. Um, I'm a, I'm a five-year-old. I get to be um, an astronaut, right? So the same thing works for us right now. I need to pretend I am walking in that, see myself doing, what would I be saying? How would I be behaving? What would be different? How would I be feeling different? Because that gives us something to work toward. That builds that intrinsic motivation because it's like, hey, I deserve to be in that space. That's something I want to do for me. And that allows us to be able to also kind of just create rewards and accountability for ourselves. You all know I'm a big proponent for accountability. That's why it's important for us sometimes to have those trainers, for us to meet with that nutritionist, for us to have that walking group, for us to have that support system in place that is going to allow us to be reminded of what our goals are, that we deserve them, and that we're capable of reaching them. And sometimes it's good for us to just have some competition. And I know some of you are just competitive <laughs> by nature, and so it's not a thing for you. But other times for us, we're like, well, I don't want to be in competition. I'm just in competition with myself. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes it's also good to have someone else working on something, and there's a prize, or there's some kind of, even just bragging rights, or I can just say, all right, I, I met my goal. It allows us to be able to, to push just a little bit harder. 
because sometimes when we don't have anything to really push us, we will do the minimal minimum amount necessary, right, in order to get by. My trainer told me the other day I was lazy. I don't know what he told me that for. I do know what he told me that for because he wanted to motivate me. It made me mad in the moment, but I've, it stuck with me. I can't let it go. So he did his job, mental manipulation. But I think that that is a part of this journey for us too, is how do I create the positive mental man manipulation for myself so that it ultimately ends up becoming a positive core belief and it replaces this negative core belief. I am allowing myself to have a barrier in place because I've created the barrier, not because there's truly actually a barrier there. All right, so as we're working on this motivation, on this Mental Health Monday, I do encourage all of you to remember that any goal that you set, that you're having problems being motivated to continue, just do a factory reset. Go ahead and remove the things, the bugs, get you an updated program to clear some of those things out. Make sure that you have that support team, that tech support on deck so that when you need to be able to say, hey, my app isn't working, you've got somebody that can come in and help you get back on track. Let's get back motivated. We got this. All right. Take good care and be well.